Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Tracy Ray from the employment law firm of Baron Lehman. Tracy says that OPB sponsorship is a great way to support the community and connect with Baron Liebman's clients. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. For the second year in a row, a music Oregon nonprofit has given out grants to musicians in Portland through its Echo Fund. The money can be used for creative non-performance projects like recording an album or promoting or distributing one. 18 winners were announced recently. They include the band Caicedo, which was created by the Guadalajara-born Portland-based musician Vico Gonzalez. He joins us now along with Mara McLaughlin. She is the executive director of Music Org, and welcome to you both. Thanks. Hi, Dave. Thank you. It's great to have you both on. Vico, first, how do you describe Caicedo? Uh, well, it's a mix of many genres from anywhere like dream pop, uh, tropicalia music to my roots from Mexico. Um, so it's a mix, like putting different gen- genres in a blender, I guess that's the best way to put it. Why did you apply for money from this grant? Um, so I made the band here in Portland with my friends and we've been recording on our houses or my friend's studio. And we wanted to experience in a more professional way um, a different approach of recording. And well, it's challenging the day-to-day living at times. And we found out through the internet that the Echophone was a thing. I applied to see if that would be a possibility. And luckily I was granted um, with some money to make this record happen. Well, let's listen to a track that you recorded on your own so folks can get a, a sense for for at least some aspects of your sound. We're going to hear part of Curiosidad. What is this song about? This song is about, um, this is more of an extens- existentialist uh, trip um, that I'm afraid of not knowing what's going to happen, but I'll still go through it. It's I don't, sometimes I don't know how to translate stuff in English, but it's a very melancholic, nostalgic uh, theme. Let's have a listen. Is a song Curiosidad by the Portland band Caicedo, created by Vico Gonzalez, who is with us. Mara McLaughlin is with us as well, executive director of Music Portland and Music Oregon, which is behind um, this Echo Fund. Mara, what's the idea behind this fund? 
Well, our music culture in greater Portland is massive. It's far bigger than people know. Um, CD Baby confirmed that more than 11,000 band, unique bands distributed recorded music and released it through their platform alone um, in the few years prior to COVID. So, and we did an economic impact study. It's a $4.1 billion industry. And yet it hasn't been acknowledged as such. And the changes in the in the music industry have really left musicians behind. And it's harder and harder for them to sustain themselves in a city that has boomed in part because of their amazing creations, but it's become increasingly unaffordable. And they can't sell their recorded music anymore in the same way. So that it really leaves them in a gap because they're seen as too commercial to get cultural grants and too creative to get business grants. So we really identified the, the need for a different approach, um, and we created the Echo Fund. You're talking about, it's such a, an interesting position to be in. Because I mean, I, I got to say, when I think about grants for musicians or or some version of contributed money or public money more broadly for music i do think about nonprofit institutions like like a symphony like the Oregon symphony where does that leave say a, a rock band or other folks making commercial pop music sol pretty much <laughs> um they um the the challenge is that I think cultural funding was developed at a time when what is unfortunately called commercial music or for-profit music had ways to sustain itself. You could record music, sell the media, do gigs, get paid. Um, and so those systems for cultural support weren't designed with these kinds of musicians and creators in mind. Well, uh, some of those things are still happening right i mean there there are shows people mm -hmm. are still buying tickets mm -hmm. we can get to the re recorded music and streaming seems like a, 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 yeah. a completely different landscape but <laughs> i guess i would have thought that some version of of people going to clubs and bars that that still exists absolutely although i will say that our locally owned independent venues, of which we have more than Austin and Nashville, um, that are active venues presenting live music more than a couple of times a week. More per um, capita, or literally more more venues by than, number than yeah. Nashville. That's yeah, a, that's a, a, a an unbelievable statistic. It is. It is pretty amazing. And just prior to COVID, we had assessed um, three hundred and thirty music venues. And this is everything from bars and restaurants and uh, dedicated ticketed venues, the whole span. But those that were had music more than twice a week in Portland, there were 330. In the early part of the 2000s, when Austin declared itself the live music capital of the world, they had 313. And now they're down to 176 that they report. So we have this incredibly rich um, community where, yes, people do go out, but these locally operated venues are operating with, you know, 40 to 100 percent increase in costs. And music goers are not necessarily willing to pay more to see music than they were before. They'll pay more for their artichokes and their, you know, gasoline and everything else. But there seems to be this real inelasticity 
in fans' willingness to support music. So it leaves the musicians out. And then that in combination with high prices and, you know, streaming having eaten their lunch, it really is a it's a hard place. And Portland will lose its music center. It will lose its heart if we don't create cultural change from fans and businesses and governments and everybody that it's not a refrigerator light. It's not going to be there when you want it. And your $8 spent on a ticket to see an amazing band and your $40 worth of cocktails is not supporting music. We really need to change the idea that this is culture and it's worthy and we need to create new methods to make sure that it remains in Portland. What you're talking about is a lot bigger than than giving out grants um, to to a, a relatively small number of bands. You're talking about a, a cultural shift in the way music lovers think about what what live music is worth. In a sense, it, so- it sounds like that's the biggest project. That's well, that is Music Portland and Music Oregon were created um, because of this increasing dissonance between Portland saying, "Oh, we love music," and Portland not supporting music or not stepping up in the way it needed to. You know, Nashville is music city because they decided to be and the government and the tourism sector really leaned into it. And Austin is the live music capital of the world because they branded themselves so and then invested in it. And I think we need as a city to acknowledge that, you know, music built this city and and everybody's talking about how do we have a renaissance? How do we come back from our bruised state? And music is working its way onto the table, but it's still not really welcome there. So we really tried to be a part of the downtown task force to revitalize the downtown because we make city streets safer. We make... um you know, we bring people out, we activate other businesses, we do all these things. And yet we continue to be excluded from business conversations and cultural conversations. So there's a lot of work to be done. Fico, I want to go back to you. What are you going to be doing with this money? What is the plan for the new album? Um, As of right now, uh, we've grown eight songs and we're going into the studio, Falcon Studios here in Portland. Um, and we are going to record in uh, mid-February, late February. Uh, the grant's paying for the studio time. It's paying for the mixing process and the mastering all together. Is there a theme for the album? It is. Actually, is. Um, well, it's... It talk, it's a, a lot of uh, my personal experience moving from Mexico to the United States. Also, my father passing this earlier this year. And um, we are writing it together, too, as of in the past, they used to write and record everything. And this album is a, a first album or a couple of songs that we record together as a group of people. It's all, uh, we all live in Portland. It's very diverse group of people from Venezuela, Guadalajara, Los Angeles, and Oregonian too. So I think it's going to be really fun. Hmm. We're going to hear a part of another song, Certeza. What prompted this song? Uh, it, this is actually about moving from Mexico to America the very first time five years ago. It was the first shock, I guess. 
Let's have a listen. Yeah. Certeza by the Portland-based band Caicedo. Vico Gonzalez is the creator of the band. He's a Portland musician. He is one of the recipients of money from the Echo Fund, which is part of the nonprofit Music Oregon. Mayor McLaughlin is one of our guests. She's executive director of the nonprofit. Mayor, to go back to your, your, your big goal, some bands are going to somehow hit it with audiences. Some are not. Some are going to get a following. Some are not. Some are going to fold. Some are not. So What's your goal? How will you know that that you've achieved what you want to achieve? It's always going to be messy out there. Yeah, I think I think that the music industry is in a moment of real change globally because even big stars, Taylor Swift excluded, um, are not making it. You know, you hear from artists like Santi Gold and Dessa who are talking about the fact that their well-funded late career tours pay everybody but them it's just it's a real model so i think in portland my view we're the largest independent music ecology in the country and we're independent because we're known as tastemakers and kind of incubators of the next big thing not everybody is trying to become beyonce there is um we're also part of the cascadia music corridor project with allies around the Pacific Northwest to create more regional tourism. I think the model of what music success looks like is changing. And I think Portland has always been a town that is less market-driven and more driven by creation and innovation. And it's the reason that our music brand, should we care to accept it, is not that we're weird, but that we are a standard bearer for everything about Portland that is creative and entrepreneurial and disruptive and risk-taking and marvelous. And in a time when we need to celebrate what's incredible, music is an easy one to step to. And we hope in Portland Music Month, which is coming up, um, that people will. Vico, we have just about a minute left, but what does the Portland music scene mean to you? Um, it means a lot. I mean, it's very, very welcoming coming from a different town. Getting here, it's getting to know people that are actually devoted to music and to their craft. Being involved with this community is very humbling and beautiful. And I'm really uh, grateful to be part of it. I would 
also like to publicly thank Mera and all the people involved making this the grant program possible because it's gonna definitely, at least in our career, gonna make a difference. Vico and Mera, thanks very much. Absolutely, thank, thank you. you. Vico Gonzalez is a creator of Caicedo, Portland-based band. Mara McLaughlin is the executive director of Music Portland and Music Oregon. Tomorrow on the show, in 1973, eight Americans set out to climb the highest mountain in the Andes. Two of the climbers never returned. The expedition was organized by the Portland climbing group, the Mazamas. We'll talk with the New York Times reporter whose investigation has revived this 50-year-old mountain climbing mystery. Thanks very much for tuning in to Think Out Loud on OPB and KLCC. We're going to go out with one more track by Caicedo. It is the song Colombia. Colombia Think Out Loud is supported by Stephen Jan Oliva, the Rose E. Tucker Charitable Trust, Michael, Kristen, Andrew Kern, and Anna Sanford. <laughs>